Blog Talk Radio. I know Jules, you're there. <clears throat> yes, I am here, Lucas. Who else is on here with me? Hi, it's Sakura. Oh, there we go, Sakura. Yeah. Of course, you know I'm here. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be tough talk without Robert Alexander. Thank you guys for coming on. <clears throat> All right, um, actually, a pretty good weekend of fights here. Uh, Rob, I wanted to get your uh, touch right away on the Berto Alexander decision uh, and the fight overall. Um, you know, um, I I don't want to be that critical of these two guys um, because you know they every time they fight, um, I got to give them credit. Every time they fight, they both fight their hearts out. Um, both guys do. But I can't help but wonder when I was watching stretches of this fight if that they both looked faded. Um, I got to give Alexander credit in the beginning. He did turn it on, and he looked very good. In the beginning of the fight, he got the early knockdown. And knowing that Berto is never going to quit, there's no quitting Berto at all, he should have kept putting the gas on there. And, and I felt like he put the brakes on in the later rounds. Now, some of that can be conditioning, but he's a pro athlete, and he's been doing this for a while. So I don't understand why he faded in the end of the fight when his conditioning never, ever was a question before. So uh, both fighters, to me, look kind of faded. It was a good fight. It was competitive. But these are two, in my opinion, B, B-plus level fighters that look like just C, C-level fighters to me um, on Saturday. Now, as far as the decision goes, um, you know, I believe that the decision should, should have been a draw. Um, I felt like they didn't give Alexander enough credit because he faded down the stretch, and they were looking at it was one of those situations or scenario where you know, we were just looking at what we saw, you know, who we saw come out better in the later round. Uh, that's the way I felt. But I thought it should have either been a draw or I thought Alexander should have won that fight by one or two points, at least with the knockdown. 
Uh, we're in agreement on that. I, I thought Alexander Jake felt like they were looking for rounds to give Porto, kind of as you were hinting at. Uh, but Toro, Jules, you guys see the same thing, or did you guys actually see a Berto win? <laughs> um, yeah, I thought Berto pulled that out. I felt like that knockdown early on was uh, kind of like a, a rabbit punch that was should have been called illegal. I also felt that the ref was kind of like really on Berto a lot, um, showed a lot of bias. And then I just like the aggressiveness that that Berto showed through the stretch. I thought, I thought that went a long way. And plus it's like people kind of know Alexander's going to give out a steam now, you know, towards the end of the fight. So that's why that was their game plan, you know, Berto's camp. I feel like they, you know, had a plan and he executed it. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's fair. Um, I do... I do think one of the commentators though during one of those one of those later rounds actually gave a late round to Alexander. Um and I can't recall which round it was, but Alexander did push the action a little bit there. I just felt like Berto to me didn't pour it on enough to, to earn that victory after giving up that many rounds in, in the first half plus getting knocked down. Now, whether it be a, a rabbit punch or not, he was he was getting um, blowed out in the first couple of rounds to me. Does the fight I, warrant a rematch? I would say so. No. I don't yeah. really want to see that again. That's yeah, exactly. Really again. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was about to say. I nobody really want to see it again. Um, uh-huh. It was, it was not a pretty you, fight. Harvey? I just got here, guys. Good night. How you guys, how you guys doing? Uh, I, Good. Actually, What's that? I'm going to have to disagree with Robert here because I think that Burrito did deserve the W. It was a close fight, and I had the first three rounds for Alexander, definitely. He made Burrito look his age, but we all knew that, you know, Burrito always come, like he comes, he becomes stronger throughout the rounds. I just didn't expect to see mm-hmm. That that bad Berto in the first three rounds, he really looked that bad, like washed up type of thing. So I like I know he huh. takes his time and he gets stronger by the round, but I was expecting to see Alexander dominate like that, and I gave him the first three rounds. You know what I'm saying? With the knockdown, so that made it a 10 a round. But I think after that, um, Alexander faded and Berto really wasn't really coming out strong, but he kind of was out punching him. So that made it look for the judges good enough to give them the later rounds, you know? Uh, well, we are uh, kind of split on this fight, so Jules, uh, you got to step in here. <laughs> the, reason why I'm staying, the reason why I'm staying quiet is because, you know, uh, being Haitian descent, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, I'm obligated to say Berto won the fight. But, um,. <laughs> No, nah, to, to be fair, to be fair, I actually I scored it a draw. I, I don't really think neither man did enough to get the decision. And you know, Javier, you made good points, and Secure, you made good points, and I kind of felt the same way. Like obviously, I felt Alexander dominated the first, definitely the first three rounds. Like he dominated the first three rounds. Even when Alexander started fading, I felt like Berto wasn't dominating each and every round after the fourth. Like he had some moments that he, like, I can say he stole the rounds, 
But I'm not going to say like he was very, very dominant. I mean, there were a lot of punches that he were missing. Um, there yeah. were some punches that were staggering. Um, uh, in my opinion, they were kind of staggering Alexander, but I felt like it was staggering him more because Alexander looked extremely spent. I said that when we, when we were on the chat, Alexander did so much in those first three rounds that he really kind of, you know, blew his wad from, I would say, maybe 5 to, to, to 12, where he was really just trying to hang on. But I didn't feel that Berto was dominant in those last rounds. I felt like he had his moments and he stole some. So I, I scored it a draw. I, 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 but once again, I'm not, like, upset with the decision, but I didn't feel like neither man was the clear victor. And to your point, Lucas, no, I do not ever want to see that again. Uh, I, it, it was free, and, you know, I, I, I felt like I overpaid. So. Well, yeah, um, and that's another point I was making, actually, on Saturday is, you know, we get fights like that when they go to the, the local-type channels when we need a high-action, you know, a high-octane-type fight, and then we get Alexander Burton or, you know, some, some low-level fight. I, I understand you're not going to put your huge name on, but you can at least set up a good action fight. You know what I mean? And, and it's well, like every the, local the, the, thing, the thing is, and, and once again, Alexander Berto wasn't a bad fight. It was just a bad fight for 2018. That's what we, you know what I mean? That's what we failed to realize. <laughs> if we would have had that I fight in 2011, that. 2012, uh, you know, a few years earlier, it, I think it would have been a much more compelling fight. But, you know, we're seeing two guys who are really in the tail end of their careers, no disrespect. You know, Alexander really hasn't been that active. And, and, and you know, really Berto to, to the same effect. So, it wasn't. It was a fight you would have liked to see in like five, six years ago. I think now it's kind of like you know what I mean. And you guys could disagree with me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like 2018 that fight. You know, that was Manny Pacquiao versus Mayweather in 2015. It was just too late. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah, to I be too. fair though, if you bring back Provinikov, put Provinikov Berto, that that's going to be way and it's going to draw in way more views. The three. Uh, you know how I feel about that. Rusalon, to me, um, had his time, but he's not a Hall of Fame fighter at all. Um, he's well, been look, out he of life for fighter. so long. He's, he's great action, though. I, I mean, that's what's going to draw I think, even, I think even that he was actionable, we don't know how much is left in the tank from him either. We don't know what he would show. I personally think that Rusalon looks like Matisse does right now. Yeah, he done had too many, you know, brutal wars already. It's, you know, the body can only well, take so much of that. That's why he's a type of fighter. Uh, he'll take five punches just just to lend his job. And you know, like when you have a when you have a style like that, you don't last long in the game. But I think if he would have fought Berto back then, I think I think he would have won. I, I call me crazy, but I, I would have gone with him. Over Berto. Huh? So here's my Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, the skill yeah, level would, be, would have shown a lot more. Yeah, I can agree with that. Right. I, and, here's Berto's actually go. coming back soon, by the way. Uh, and I don't yeah, think he would have shown Fox Berto. Yeah. I, I, to be honest with you guys, I, I don't think he would have outboxed Berto while working him. But just the fact that he's, he's getting tagged with Berto's best punches, his hardest punches, and he keeps walking forward to you, that mentally that drains you because you, you're already 
punching yourself out on this guy's face, and he keeps coming forward. So I think by the by the second half, Brooklyn would have, um, you know, would have got a TKO from Berto. Probably like a slight stoppage, maybe ten rounds. Right. So here's oh, my okay. So we're still talking now. about you. Right. You're still talking about Pavlovnikov versus Berto, like fantasy. Yeah. Prime. <laughs> but here, but here's my okay. Issue, I was I was, <laughs> I was asking the same question about an Alexander Berto fight. You know, like like Jules was saying five years ago. Then right. I would have had to go all in with Alexander. You know. And here's my issue with it all, though. Um, yeah, I would have. Talking with, in talking with Kevin Cunningham um, and Alexander when we did our last interview with both uh, fighter and trainer, according to Kevin Cunningham, to him, it was the issues with the, the pills and the pain medication that diverted Alexander's career. And to, and to quote, Kevin Cunningham, and you can pull up the show, guys, on on the heavy bag, but to quote Kevin Cunningham, in his opinion, Alexander is an undefeated fighter without those issues, without those problems. He felt like Alexander was a uh, pound-for-pound caliber fighter and should be undefeated if he lived up to his potential. So now we get a fight, and, and to the credit the reason why nobody wants to see it again, and the reason why Jules is saying, oh, that would have been a good fight um, back in the day, but not in 2018, proves my point that they both look like faded fighters. So by us even trying to put other fighters in that category or in that spot, I don't want to see that either. (laughs) Okay, um, maybe a more detailed question was, does this Berto win do anything for his career? Do you think this should give him a, a title shot soon? Or did it matter at all? I mean, I mean, he got the W, so I'm pretty much, you know, he has more option than Alexander. So, and, and for them, both of them, that, that fight, even though it was late and all the things that we're talking about, it was it, it was do and die. So, uh, Berto got the win. Alexander didn't. So, I think we're probably most likely to see Berto next against somebody. Maybe, you know, he's going to be fed to the Lions. We don't know. But he's definitely going to be in the mix with that win. I mean, like I said, I want to see Berto more in a more of an action-type fight. I want to see him uh, against a different type style. I mean, if he's going to go up and, and fight uh, a level above, if they want to throw him in with a Porter, I think that would be fun. I think Porter wins. Yeah. But I, I think it's still a fun fight for however long it lasts. Um, yeah. But, you know, Berto's never the, the cleanest guy. And when he mixes it up, though, it, it can be entertaining. Um, Alexander's still a, a pretty good boxer. I, I would like to see him, you know, against Khan. I don't know where the hell Khan's been at. Uh, Sakura, he needs to be on your next milk card in there. Well, I got one word. How about hashtag gatekeepers? How about that? Uh, how dare you d- disrespect my Haitian champion like that? Listen, I'm gonna tell you guys. I love Haitians. No, but, uh, I love them. I love I, all I, Haitians. I, I, what are you saying? <laughs> 
No, but in all seriousness, I want to, I want to, uh, you know, interject here, and because I know we got to go to to new topics. But in my opinion, you know, once again with with Andre Berto, I feel like, you know, once again, I mean, he's been in the game for a very long time, and he's had a lot of wars. He's had a lot of wars. I mean, even I mean, we saw what his face looked like after the Floyd Mayweather fight. You know what I mean? So he's had a lot of wars, and I think you know maybe he should get one, two more fights. If that, and really decide to, to call it a career. I mean, um, you know, as I said, I would like to see him against, you know, uh, a Garcia or a Porter or, or you know, even if, if Keith, whenever he comes back, you know, that, that would be a fun fight, him and Keith Thurman. But after that, you know, I, I really don't want to because who, who else is going to fight a guy like Spence? Like, that's not something that, you know, he should think about doing at this point of his career. You know, he's made a lot of money. He's been champion. He's been a lot of wars. And, you know, I think he should, you know, maybe take one or two more and, and decide to, to call it a day. Yeah, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, mm. he's going to be getting into yeah. some dangerous waters. Um, I mean, look at his look at his face after the Guerrero fight. Um, no offense to Guerrero. I, I, I think he's an entertaining guy, but I don't think he's, uh, you know, a world-class boxer. And uh, he put a beating on Berto. Um couldn't see by the end of the fight. I mean, you put him in with uh, Spence or or Bud, you know, somebody like that. They're, they're going to dismantle him. I mean, piece by piece. And these guys aren't just Floyd Mayweather who's going to sit back and just and pop shot and you know counter. They're going to go after him, and, and he's going to be in some real trouble. But uh, I, like I said, Flagbird thought I, had, you know, I don't want anybody taking it as disrespect towards the fighter, but he's a very entertaining guy. It's just. You know, I mean, still all, oh, all nonsense aside, though, the Internet is saying that the views for Berto and Alexander averaged about 941,000 views. It's hard to believe, man. Yeah. It, it is really hard to believe. Um, I can only imagine if they had a, a more high-action fight because neither fighter really has a huge fan base. They don't. Um, so I don't know where the... the the fight came in, um, and maybe maybe the views came from the the um, undercard there, which is what that's I was what I was about. thinking. I was thinking that yeah, that they were yeah. like tuning in already to see the heavyweight, you know, and see what was going on with the new prospects, and then you know by the end of the night, everybody's just watching more. Yeah, Plus and uh, Peter known, Quillen, you know, they're notable names. So they they're they're more well known names. So I mean, if you're kind of wanting to see some boxing and it's free, you don't got to pay for no apps. You don't got to pay for all these premiums. Don't get me started on that. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Well, yeah, y'all know how I feel about um, that. <laughs> but uh, Peter Quillen made his return, and uh, I gotta say I'm I'm very impressed with his return. Uh, it was actually a return fight, it seemed, for both people, Jay Leon Love. Quillen uh, just seemingly just dismantled him. Um, how impressed are you guys with Peter Quillen? And you think he's fully back and ready for a uh, bigger challenge? Nobody better not say too much bad about Kid Chocolate, because that's one of my favorites, okay? I, listen, I for one was very impressed with you know uh, Peter Killen's um, you know Kid Chocolate's his bounce back. I felt that uh, 
you know, for, for a guy to, you know, come back and he's been, you know, letting everyone know that he's battled from depression um, and, and, and suicidal thoughts, you know, it, it takes a lot to kind of say, okay, you know what, I'm going to come back there and focus on boxing. And, and in my opinion, you know, at, at the time when the fight was announced, Jay Leon Love and Killing, I thought that was it. I thought that was going to be an even match. You know, go, both of those guys were out for like over a year. You know what I mean? I thought that it would have been, you know, very, very competitive. Um, you know, Jay Leon Love, you know, he was a very, very, he was, he was a talented prospect, um, you know, when he was first coming up with TMT. And in my opinion, you know, Peter Kill, Kid Chocolate handled him. You know, Kid, Kid Chocolate actually handled him real well. You know, Jay Leon, he was defensive throughout that whole fight. Um, and when I mean defensive, really just not having an answer offensively and backing up. And I, I, I like, yeah. you know, that win. I would like to see, you know, maybe maybe a couple of more wins from, from Kid Chocolate before he gets back in title contention. But I, I liked it. I thought he looked good. Yeah, look, um, I love Peter Quinlan. Um, to be honest, he's born in Chicago. I know he raps a different area, but he's actually born right there in Chicago, Illinois, by me and Lucas, or where we're from. But he has a great story. He always has had a great story. It's not just the depression and the, and, and the suicide either. He had a lot of a lot of issues, uh, family issues, issues with people hanging on to him um, that aren't there for his best interest. He had a lot of dead weight he had to get rid of too. So he he you know he is a, a great story. But the thing that we love the most is talking about just what you guys were action fighters. And Peter Quinlan was that at the peak of his career. He was an all-action fighter. He was in some fights coming up that people thought that he would lose because he gave up uh, too much action and he took too many punches. But he stood in there and he was able to abstain that and get knockout victory. So uh, Peter Quinlan, he's an action fighter and one that we really need to see in the sport. Um, he's also a good boxer. He re- does have a good, good boxing uh, mentality. So we really, I really would like to see that coming too. Um, the issue I have is Jay on Love, not really a val- valid test for us to to really quote him to be back yet. Um, I need to see him more often. Yeah. I need to see him fight as often as possible. He needs to fight next week if he can for me to be able to say that he's all the way coming <laughs> back. Um, but And I would like to see that. But we'll, we'll see what he can do, you know. The best thing that he has to look forward to is to try to build himself back up to a possibility where he can get a rematch at uh, Danny Jacobs. And I would love to see that fight again and be just as excited as I was the first fight. But it was a great victory for him, all that being said. It was still a great victory for him to see him out there. But I need to see him fight more often. Um, I say throw him right back in the mix. I want to see him against Curtis Stevens, like, by the end of the year. Luke is trying to throw him out there. I don't think that's throwing him out there. I think they're they're evenly matched. What? No, that's, that's a, a that's, that's a, a nice fight. fight. That's a good fight. Yeah, I, I have mean, to agree. Yeah, if he if he it's, has a couple of tunes before then, I need I need to see him in there more though, personally. No, no, are you, no. I think that's actually a nice fight because Curtis Stevens, what's his last win? His last win was 
right? How long has he been out since the uh, the Lemieux fight? That's that's almost a year. Yeah, yeah it's been a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, are you? Yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. a nice nice fight. Yeah, Regardless, it, it, I'm used yeah, to these kind of fights with Peter Quillen. I mean, we saw him against the Andy Lee. Uh, I reshared that fight on our Facebook fans, so if you want to go check that out. Um, so the, the highlights there with against Andy Lee, that's uh, one of my favorite fights with Peter Quillen. Um, and, of course, you have <clears throat> his fight with Brandon Jacobs obviously didn't last very long, but I was very excited for that fight. You get the fight with Rosado. That's another classic. He's he's in really good, entertaining fights. Um, so I just want to see him against another action guy like Curtis Stevens would just be fireworks for me. I would be like Michael Jackson in that meme that's so famous with popcorn just tossing on the mouth. Sounds good to me. <clears throat> but um, I definitely think he, he looks back to old form, so I, I really hope that he continues. Um, we've had him on our show before here. Um Glad to have him back on anytime if he's listening. But um, oh, now I want to go into the HBO main event. We all saw it, and uh, some Here say it's upset, some say some say it's not. But the <laughs> Russian crusher himself, Sergey Kovalev, got knocked out, and then of course tickled boxing fans everywhere, claiming that he needs to hang him up. Guys, what's your initial reaction to uh, what happened on Saturday? <laughs> Don't all speak up at once now. Okay, all right. I'll speak up. I mean, I don't think Kovalev is done by any means. I mean, he almost had dude out of there in the fourth round. It's just that he started getting lackadaisical with this man and wasn't putting up defense later and 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 then, you know, he's thinking this man ain't got no power because he got what? He missed a two finger, two knuckles or something, something else he came up with. And then he ended up using all <laughs> the power on him, you know. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I just feel like, like all these people saying, oh, he's done, he's washed up and all this stuff. I'm like, damn, was they watching the same fight I was? Like, I think he got too careless with this guy, you know. He's younger. That guy's hungry. You know, what's his name? Uh, Super, he calls himself Superman. I call him Duckerman. But, um, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Steven, Steven, he he had him waiting on a fight for so long. What was it, like 18 months? He was like, you know, mandatory. But, anyway, I, I felt like he was just hungry and, you know, Kovalev just got careless, and he shouldn't have been. I think he'll be bad. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I definitely agree. I think it was more, um, more than anything, Kovalev got too comfortable. I mean, you can't, you can't get comfortable. And he wasn't bringing his home uh, hands all the way back home, and he got caught. Should happen. Jules, but, what, uh, Jules, what did done, you I mean, Jules, what did you see in there? Because you had touched on it um, early in the fight about uh, Kovalev looking back to you. What did you see? Yeah, it's 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 a good point. <laughs> I um, <laughs> Rob's pressure for your quote, Jules. He's trying to. Quote I know. You right now. I mean, I know. I know. Rob's actually trying to hear my thoughts because he wants to uh, to to counter and let me know I'm wrong. But. <laughs> This is what I thought, and I'm actually in line with Sakura, um, but I, I will say this about Kovalev. 
every time that Alvarez was hitting Kovalev, you, sh- you saw the shock in Kovalev's face. He really did not expect to, to, to pretty much, you know, ha- see Alvarez have that power. And you saw it. You know, he was getting, he was getting his head popped with jabs. And Alvarez, I mean, excuse me, Kovalev, I think he knew he was going to be in for a tough night. But once again, I will say this. I had Kovalev winning the early rounds of the fight. Up until the knockout, I had him winning. I had him winning the fight. It was close, but I, I had him winning. And, you know, in my personal opinion, I'm not going to say that uh, Kovalev didn't take Alvarez seriously, but he damn sure was shocked uh, when he felt Alvarez's power. And I, I think personally speaking, you know, he, he got caught, just like everybody else. And as Sakura said, you know, I don't believe he's done. You know what I'm saying? I really don't believe he's done. He just got caught. You know, no one was saying, you know, Pacquiao, you know, was done when, when uh, Marquez, you know, sent him to another dimension. You know, you know what I'm saying? No one was saying, no one was saying that at all. And I feel like it's, I feel like, I feel like it's the same thing with Kovalev. You know, Kovalev, he, he got caught. Where does it go from here? It's, it's a tough question because, you know, we talked about it. You know, I felt that the worst thing he ever did was letting John David Jackson go. Um, in my opinion, him getting caught, it showed. Yeah. It, it it really showed. It showed he had, they had no game plan. Um, and granted, he got knocked out. But to be honest with you, I think none of them expected uh, Kovalev to go down like that. All right. Yeah. Good opinion. Good, good opinion. Good assessment there, Jules. Oh, okay. oh I got somewhere for him to go. I mean... Maybe, maybe, Mister, let me not fight anybody that's on my level. Maybe, maybe Kovalev. Maybe he'll feel like Kovalev is, you know, weak enough that he might fight him because he feel like maybe he could beat him. I mean, because I saw Bobby Jack beat. Go ahead, baby. And I got both of y'all now. So stop picking on the Haitians, all right? That's all I gotta say. She's talking about Mr. Donnie Stevens. Mayweather Pacquiao is going to take Pacquiao getting knocked out before Floyd stepped up and fight him. It's going to be the same way. Stevenson's going to finally right. fight him now. I'm glad y'all giving me some ammo. Okay. So first let me speak <laughs> on Kovalev then to counter y'all. Now there's this um, old school NFL, old school NFL rant. Lucas, you know what I'm talking about. Kovalev you are who we thought you are. And this time you weren't let off the hook. They, you weren't let off the hook this time. Kovalev, I always thought, going back to the first ward fight, going back to the second ward fight, and then now this weekend, I felt like he was a one-punch pony. All he did was try to throw one punch at a time, not uh, showing any combinations, not showing any great hand speed. And when you step up to the plate with these type of fighters that can actually box and have decent hand speed, it puts you in trouble. Now, the reason why the fight was close, and I and I honestly did feel like Kovalev was going to go ahead and coast to a victory in this one, is because Alvarez only threw the jab as his main punch for those first several rounds. And even then, it was a lot for Kovalev to handle. Now, once he stepped up and got used to him and said, okay, I'm just going to take these, and then the steam start coming off the jab because you can only throw so many before your steam gets thrown off, 
there, then Kovalev got comfortable. So to me, in my thought, I thought that Alvarez was actually only going to throw, be able to throw and land jabs. I was waiting for a combination and for more punches. And guess what happened when, when guys, what happened when he threw more punches? The first, the very first time he threw a combination, what happened, Lucas? I wouldn't say that's the first combination. What? I wouldn't say that's the, the first, first combination. The first combination I mean, he landed, Kovalev's ass went down. Okay? And he never <laughs> recovered. He is who I thought he was, y'all. I thought Kovalev wasn't elite. And, yes, I'm saying that right now. He is not an elite fighter by any means right now. You cannot consider the man elite. He is not okay, an elite well, fighter. From the get-go, you were wrong because <laughs> you were saying, that he didn't win the first Ward fight. I don't care what the judge said. He did say. not win he the first, that first Ward fight. fight. Oh he won that God. first Ward fight. Oh, my God. Yeah, he definitely won that fight. Oh, yeah. What is, what is the official fight. decision? Oh, boy. I don't give a shit. What was the official decision? Andre Ward won, won that first fight. It's on the book. I don't care. I don't care. You take the media sitting ringside. I think it was 90% to 10%. Kovalev winning. The media somebody don't bought, count. Somebody either. was bought and paid for. So you're telling me more more people watching it, other than the three judges, the more people that know boxing are wrong. Those three judges are the right ones. Yes, uh, yes, and my daddy's been around much, much longer than me, and he said, I'm sorry, son, but Andre Ward lost that fight, and I still say he's wrong. Uh, see, see, your daddy's my old daddy's Now, see, you, yeah, you need to listen to your daddy. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that glaucoma is acting up there, Rob. Uh, I'm going to get some eyes up. Because, because I can see clearly on the record book it says Andre Ward won that fight. Yeah. Why, on, the, yeah. on paper, yeah, on yeah, paper, yeah, I think it's yeah. video, I, I, think, I think he definitely came back, but I think Kovalev got, got the better of him. On that first fight. So really, we should I mean, be looking at a rubber match, but that's neither here nor there. Um, they're already in talks, apparently, of Kovalev rematching Alvarez. Uh, is this good or bad? And do you think it's going to end up the same way? So my opinion, it absolutely ends up the same way. Um, I think it goes a little deeper. Kovalev will be wary. So in the first couple of rounds, it'll be more of a fill fill you out. I'm not going to let you get near me. I've already tested that power type of situation. But um, Alvarez was strong, and he um, showed poise to me. I think he has a lot of poise, so I think he'll be able to um, attack him more better. I think he'll be able to get in more punches. I think uh, he'll actually throw more combinations earlier off of that fantastic jab. But I still I think it'll go a little bit further distance. But I see him knocking Kovalev out again. And I'm gonna have to agree with that. As well. I guess he's uh, just gonna ignore the fight that the fourth round. I mean, what was that? What, what was Kovalev oh, doing yeah, he, he, he to Alvarez in the hurt. fourth round? I guess. Uh, that, thank you. He, he was hurt, but I mean, I guess. Kovalev couldn't finish his man. I don't know, but he 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 was definitely hurt by that punch on the fourth round. But um, 
I think I think Alvarez is a bit underrated as well. He's he's a solid guy, and you, you have somebody that's been waiting for that shot for years. The guy that he was supposed to fight has been doing nothing but running. So what happens is this guy definitely get his shot, and believe me, he 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 went for it. He got it. Kovalev, Kovalev. I, I don't know. His chin is becoming suspect, in my opinion, because he he seems to give up when he's hurt. He seems to just give up and not definitely go and, and you know, try to, like, diet it, like, leave it out in the ring. He he just kind of gives up. And I'm not going to say he gave up this Saturday, but I don't think Kovalev have that type of hunger that this guy had on that fight. Well, that I think he I should agree with. It, you know, a sugar, if he do a Sugar Ray move and, you know, make him go right back into a rematch, this man is partying. I don't know if you guys saw that video. When he got back, you know, to the airport, they were already partying when he landed. People was waiting so they could party. So he could catch him, like, you know, in a Duran moment. If he go ahead and fight him, do the rematch now, this guy going to be partying. He's not going to be as as ready for this next one. And I think he'll have he'll have a good chance. Honestly, that's, yeah, a smart, that's actually a smart move. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a really and I would move. agree with you And I would agree with you <laughs> under normal <laughs> circumstance But you guys gotta understand That this kid waited And waited so long for this opportunity That he has uh-huh. A lot of voice He has a lot of character He has a lot of character He deserved that He deserved that party Listen, this kid is legit Okay, This kid is legit He can beat Bobby Jack He can beat um, Adonis Stevenson I think uh, Kovalev needs to go for Donnie Stevenson next. Is what I if, is what I would do with Kovalev to try to catch him quick because his time is over. Just like Roy Jones said, it's over for him. I couldn't believe oh Roy my God. of all people. As much as I, 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 I love Roy. Thank you. Roy Jones, he is the last person that need to tell someone about how they need to, like, retire, that it's over. <laughs> I mean, like, it's over. Got to respect it. I was sitting there like, no, he didn't. Did he really just say somebody else needs to, like, stop? Like, what the fuck was the last extra 10 years of his career about then? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take advice from Roy. Oh, in Tallahassee, you mean the one that had like what two views? Come on, man! I'm not about to do this with you. We're not gonna do this tonight. <laughs> he, he, so, he, listen, he should not have been. I don't care if he was right or wrong. He was the last person that should be saying something like that. Okay, I'm done. I'm yeah. sorry. I just had to. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think most of us agree there. Uh, I wish Roy Jones would have retired a couple. Couple uh, years ago, at least, if not more. But yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for me to say. I if I'm at his advisor, I'm saying, hey, uh, maybe we should talk again to Stevenson and see if we can work something out. Get between the networks of HBO and Showtime. See if we can work something out between them because that's your big money fight. Just in case everybody else is right and maybe he is going downhill. Um, I'll go out on a limb, though, and say I think Alvarez has his number. I think um, overall he's he's kind of taken Kovalev's spot now. Um, and I will also say with Javier, I agree. I think uh, when it comes, push comes to shove, Kovalev hasn't shown much heart. He's used to being that dominant guy. 
And when he cannot be that dominant guy, he folds. Oh, Lucas. I'm very disappointed in you. Lucas. Lucas, we just saw we just saw how much heart he had in the first war fight. When he when, are you crazy? Uh, when, to be no, honest with you, fight, he, I think he was when he was the first war fight, No, I understand, but at the same time, but this is the thing. Towards the end of the rounds, a lot of people felt that Ward well, some people like Rob, who felt that Ward won was because Ward started pressing the action back. And what Ward was doing, when Ward got back up, Ward was basically being more aggressive to Kovalev, and Kovalev started fighting back, uh, rather fighting backwards. What we saw with Kovalev in that first fight was that not only was he physically exhausted, but that mentally he can keep going against a guy who gets stronger as the fight had gone on. Like, to say that Kovalev has no heart, and it's showing no heart is crazy. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like Maybe not. you can't you can't really say that. Maybe not no heart. Okay, I might have overstepped with no heart. But when there's a difference in when heart when it comes to you being backed up and being aggressed on after you've already dropped a guy and and you know you hit him with your best shot and he keeps getting up, that that takes a fair amount of heart. But when you were dropped, what when you I mean, know you are hurt. I mean, what do you want from the man? He got up twice, and when he first was hit with the, what was it, a, a right hook? He got I'm up that time. Moment. I think he got up too quickly. I think he got up too quickly, right, the first time, instead of, like, just, you know, taking that knee and staying down for a while. I think he got up too quickly. Then he got, again, they, they gave him three chances. So, like, it's not like he didn't get up and was just like, all right, I had enough. I didn't pay this, this isn't the only time that I mean. Oh, what is that? It's all right. Listen, uh, I'll answer your question, no. What What more do we want from I want a Rocky moment. If he dies, he dies. Okay? <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what the only I want. time when push has come to shove when, in the second word fight. Okay? When he's hurt, he buckles. When he's hurt, he buckles. That's, that's just kind of what he's shown me in the last few fights. I mean, I hope that he would come back. And, and he tried. I mean, yeah, he got up and he made it to his feet. But and he threw back. He he, he had some Mexican style and, and was trying to throw back when he was hurt. But <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I just I'm have a question. I, I mean, so I have a question. It does hurt me. About that fight. But go ahead. I had a I had a question about that fight, actually. I mean, the Andre Ward, the second one. So, at the very end, you know how they was, you know, he had that little controversy. I felt like he had already lost at that point, but do you feel like that those were low blows that he was kind of punching him at the end? I mean, I'm just curious. No, I'll answer that. No, emphatically no. Yes and no. Somewhere, you somewhere. You can't answer because no. you've already shown your bias towards. Which one? Okay, that's true. I have huh? bias. To, but, yeah, yeah, but I was big bias. I have bias, <laughs> but still, it wasn't. It wasn't nothing wrong with that knockout. That was a valid knockout. The excuses are BS, and this knockout loss proves it. Uh, I, Lucas, nobody is right. So. The man, and listen, I'm not saying the man never had heart, but he lost it. He don't have it no more. There is no heart in Kovalev at all. Anymore. 
I mean, I'll say that now until we prove fight, me otherwise. In the second fight, I think some of them were low, some weren't. But um, regardless, I don't think really he uh, <laughs> he should have stayed been over like that. I mean, he he kind of gave up is what it seemed to me. He kind of just said, hey, I'm done with this, and he was looking for a way out. And the uh, ref gave him a way Needless out. Needless to say, there were only 20 seconds left in that round. Yeah, I mean, wait a minute. I'm, I'm okay. Think... What I was going to ask him. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. I had another question. I, I was going to say, uh, what? I mean, do you think that if he has no heart, are you talking about like Victor Ortiz, no heart? Like, are we going that far or are we staying on, no. you know, no. <laughs> the positive no, side? No, I'm saying no. I'm saying yes. It's over. Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz has negative heart. Victor Ortiz? It's over now until he proves me otherwise. No heart. Well, see, I don't know because there's Victor Ortiz, uh, Madonna, which is no heart. Like, why should I get hurt for, you know, why should I take a beat? Why should I get beat up? Like, you can't say that as a fighter (laughs) and expect not to get criticized. But then there's Berto Ortiz, who was able to get off the canvas and, and fight on and actually win his first world title. So when you say Ortiz Hart, even, it's, it's hit and miss. So I'm going to have to go, actually, yes, he has Ortiz Hart. It's hit and miss. Thank you. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Wow. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think, I am, I think tonight I'm quitting heavy back boxing because the stuff you guys are saying are asinine. Like, I don't mean to disrespect Victor Ortiz, but I will never forget that post-fight after Maidana. Like, I will never forget what he said after the post-fight Maidana. You guys make it seem Kovalev said, oh, I'm too young for this. I can't be getting beat up like this. Like, Kovalev didn't say that. Well, I mean, he said nothing. He just left. But still... Like to say that Kovalev is like down there. I mean, that's that's a lot, man. I, uh, I can't really agree you know with what? that. I post. I saw. I, I think that's a lot too. Uh, wow, I was shocked that they like two of them agreed on it. Like, you oh, know, wow. this is the thing. Like to, to and this is my thing. People are making it seem like we saw Larry Holmes versus Muhammad Ali type beating. Like that's what it's like. My boundary. Oh, yeah, not at all. That Kovalev was on the ropes getting beat up. All night. I could then I would be like, okay, he's done. Or when Roy Jones got caught versus Glenn Johnson, that's different. But mm, Coleman, in my okay. opinion, he was winning. <laughs> you know, he was winning. It was the same thing with Pacquiao versus Marquez when they fought the fourth time. It was the same exact scenario. I, I, I just don't see him being done. Now I will go back to Rob's point or everybody else's point. Where does he go from here? First and foremost. Uh, Kovalev needs to do an In My Feelings challenge for John David Jackson. That's what he, that's what he needs to do. Okay? He needs to play that new... He, he, needs, to, he needs to play that Drake song for, for, for JDJ. They need to link back up. And I feel like then they can make another run at Alvarez. Until then, he needs to reevaluate, uh, reevaluate his career. Well, I, I agree with you, Jules, right there. I think I, I don't think it's a matter of his being, sh- like, washed up or anything. I think it's a matter more like I, I don't see the hunger that a, a young champion trying to get the title, uh, Kovalev doesn't have that anymore. I, I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, 
he definitely was winning the fight uh, to me too. Like I saw him winning the fight until he got caught with that punch. But yeah, Javi, absolutely. I think yeah. like no, there's, there's, there's a Jermaine a, Taylor a, type loss. Yeah, and then and then you know you expect him as a champion, as a former champion, you expect him to dig deep and and find himself and fight and you know leave it out in the ring. And then uh, sometimes maybe they want to do it, but physically, you know what I'm saying? Like they get that sweet spot on the chin where once they get touched there, that's it. Is 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 bye bye. You know, night night. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, he is getting and I don't think that he's done. My heart no, definitely. I, I, I don't think he's really done. I don't think he's done. He's he's definitely still a top contender. He will always be um, at, at the top of uh, the division. But I see what where Rob was doing with the heart situation. Like I said, it's it's also maybe maybe he's chinny if he gets hit by the right guy. I mean, it, like I was comparing him to uh, Jermaine Taylor earlier. I mean. He was willing to fight, clearly. He was. But he got hit, he got dropped, well, and he, he couldn't what recover. What if he does um, Baval? I mean, what if they put him in, you know, like a comeback fight with Baval? No, 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 that's a terrible idea. Well, he didn't look that good to me, honestly. He didn't look that good last Maybe he's not. I mean, the, but the, also he's not drawing much money either. Whereas at least you know Alvarez now has some intrigue. You know he's already lost to him. But Bavel is high risk, little reward. Yeah, that and the fact that in my opinion, Bavel fought like his competition. No disrespect to his competition, but you saw it. Like you know you you yeah. saw it. Bavel was not Bavel was not interested in his fight. Whatever he knew, this guy was no yeah. risk whatsoever. Kovalev, he would try to make a statement. If if he fights Kovalev, then I would say that Kovalev's done, because because Bavar would put him to sleep if he really yeah. wanted to. I I, I I don't think so. I think right now, especially after this knockout uh, against Alvarez, I as I said, you know, you you guys heard what I said. He needs a you know in my feelings challenge for John David Jackson. You know, I apologize, and they need to link back up. <laughs> I can okay. see that. Well, I'm just trying Stanky to think of where Stanky he can go Stanky. from here. <laughs> oh, boy. John John. I'm trying to you another person that he can line himself up with next instead of going right back in there with an Alvarez if he's not going to do that in, like, the next four months. Like, then it's like you got to kind of build yourself back up again, you know, with them tune-up fights. So I'm trying to just think, okay, maybe like a Joe Smith. Maybe he could – do something with Joe Smith. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I would. I would actually go. Some kind of tuna. I would go with Adonis. I think if they're going to make the Adonis fight, they might as well do that right now. I think that still is going to, you know, generate interest. And I think the way that Adonis Stevenson fought recently uh, against 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 Jack, I, I would probably lean heavily towards Kovalev. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, he hasn't been fighting as tough competition as Kovalev has. I mean, it's like no. weight training. You got Ward, you got, you know, Alvarez, and then his biggest fight is Jack. I mean, well, no, I, no, I'll tell you something. Uh, I Kovalev, I Kovalev was running through this guy. But I don't think it's anywhere close to Alvarez. I think Alvarez would beat Jack. So. Huh. Okay. All right, we got to move on. We only got uh, 
few few minutes are we left talk here. About some heavyweights. That's what I'm about to go into. Some Tyson Fury wild. Hurry up! Talk. Hurry up! I'm ready. <laughs> Take it! Take it! Oh, oh! I was upset about that whole news today with with Dillian White. You know, siding. Yeah. You know what? I don't really want to deal with the WBC. You know, eliminator fight. Yeah, go ahead, Fury. I mean. I mean, I've only been calling you out for like the last, what, six, seven months because I wanted to get to Wilder so bad, but yet now I'm like, huh, I'm not trying to go through Ortiz to get to you. Like, what was up with that? <laughs> uh, would you want to go through Ortiz? <laughs> Listen, you know Absolutely, what it is. Absolutely, if I'm sitting up you know there what calling it is. out you know- people. Well, you know what it is. He's he's saying, "Hey, I want a big money fight." Ortiz is not a big money fight. Wilder, oh. no, that's a big fight. That's what it is. Now, so he's like, "Hey, Wilder, hey, Wilder," and they say, "Ah, right, you fight Ortiz." And he's like, "Never mind, <laughs> I'm good." Yeah, like I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. That's a law. Um, don't feel like law. taking that word. That's a KO law. But to be fair, yeah, to, 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 to Oh, boy. <laughs> no, 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 oh, it's, it's like, I, I know I'm interrupting. <laughs> to, to, no, but no, to be, I know, Sakura, I'm, I know I'm interrupting your rant time. Forgive me. But this is, oh, this is what I'm going to say. To be, to what, from what I'm hearing, and to be fair, is that D- Dillian White was the number one contender for Wilder's belt after he beat Lucas Brown. Am, am I wrong on this? Like, supposedly WBC had already promised him a shot. Like, if he beat. Lucas Brown. Yeah. He was supposed to that he was supposed true. to get a shot anyway. So my thing is, I mean, granted, I would I told I actually wrote an article, anybody wants to check it out, heavybagboxing.com. I wrote an article where Eddie Hearn should make Wilder versus Ortiz uh, excuse me, White versus Ortiz. But on the flip side, if the WBC did promise this man that he's the number one contender, then he has a point in saying, like, listen, I shouldn't have to fight Ortiz. You guys promise me, then you know what I'm saying? Then I should I should I should get the fight. That that's that's my whole argument. Uh, Secure, you can proceed, girl. Go ahead. I'm just saying, that's WBC. Like, it just, it just you know. seems like a punk. It's like a punk move. Sit up there. You call this man out for months after month. I want Wilder. You're a punk. You know. You calling them. You know all these. You know kitty cat names and everything. I'm not gonna say, but you're doing all this. And now that you had a chance to actually get to that point, now you bowing out gracefully. I don't care who promised you what. They, these people do that all the time. That's why it's called politricking, right? <laughs> so I think that he should, I mean, listen, if he want to say he's he's better than Wilder or whatever, then go through the man that Wilder just beat then. Like, I don't understand. It's not rocket science. And I'm tired of hearing about this whole money. Oh, this one's doing more money than that one. Okay, okay. So you're going to do your whole career like that where everybody is – Oh well, I didn't fight him because you know the money wasn't right back then. The record, the record, you know, the Hall of Fame and and the record books. Nobody gives a damn about that. They're gonna be like, you avoided this man. You have, not only did you avoid Wilder, you avoided Ortiz as well. Like you're not no real champ. I mean, this is this is this just really upsets me, you guys. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. I definitely agree. Uh, a lot of people say everything's for for legacy, and uh, I want to switch up heavyweights unless anybody else is going to chime in there. 
you know, we still didn't touch on the main subject, um, which I appreciate your rant. You're absolutely right about that situation uh, with Dylan White, but I'm not concerned with Dylan White. He doesn't mean anything to me. I'm concerned with with the three biggest names in the heavyweight division, and one of them, one of them shouldn't count because we all know he had issues, but he still should be up there. I'm concerned with Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, and Tyson Fury. I have to give credit to the man Deontay Wilder because he's willing to step up there and fight Tyson Fury next because Anthony Joshua's a punk and won't fight him. And I like that way better than anything Anthony Joshua's over here trying to do. So those are the only three names I care about in the heavyweight division. Yeah, okay, okay. I, mean, I had my church fan out on that when I was, you know, doing my church fan move. Because when you're right, <laughs> you're right, okay. <laughs> but we gotta have these other players involved, and you know, to mix things up a little bit while everybody's waiting for AJ to decide to fight as a champion. But you know, I, I, I like Julian White. I'm, I'm gonna agree with with Rob. I mean. When it comes down to it, he's not going to beat the the top guy. So really, it's just a milestone, somebody that's in the way. Um, so he really should be fighting a Luis Ortiz. Now, yes, he was promised, and and the WBC should be living up to that. But we all know the WBC is it right? No, but unfortunately, that's the way that they do business. I don't know why anybody is surprised anymore. But by the way, they treat people. <clears throat> But um, moving on about the the legacy, we briefly had Mikey Garcia call out Errol Spence Jr. Um, Me, personally, I don't know how that's a fight for legacy. There's other fights that can be made in between there. You're talking about jumping two weight divisions to take on a monster. Not not even a normal fighter, but a monster. Jumping jumping two weight classes right now to fight Pauli Malignaggi is dangerous. You should not be jumping weight classes <laughs> to take on the monster. And oh keep in mind, this is no disrespect to Polly. Polly is a is a great fighter, but Polly is retired. <clears throat> I don't know what he has in his head, but it can't be good. Uh, I think you should get that out right away. Try to work out a fight with Lomachenko. Even fight Lenares, you know, Become the undisputed champion, maybe, before moving up. But skipping a whole weight division is never a good idea. At least take a fight at 140. Don't go up to 147. Or am I alone? Yes. But, Lucas, this is the thing, right? Hypothetically speaking, hypothetically, not saying he will, but hypothetically speaking, let's let's say if Mikey Garcia goes on two weight classes, and beats Errol Spence. Oh my freaking god! Do you like he would be the greatest thing since Sugary Robinson? You know that, right? Like he, he oh, would be I the Mexican. He would be the Mexican Sugary Robinson. Like seriously, I mean, I'm not saying it's gonna happen. And my thing is, like, what I'm saying is that we enjoy. We talk about like fighters uh, cherry picking and not fighting the best. And all of a sudden, when we hear a guy like Mikey Garcia saying, I want to test myself by fighting the best and doing it outside of my weight class. Like, when we, when we criticize a fighter for doing that, 
that we can't get mad at guys who cherry pick and fight guys who are ranked number, you know, 135 mm-hmm. by the WBC. You know what I mean? Like, we just can't. It's either one or the other. You either want your guys to fight the best and test themselves and want to be great, or you want guys, you know, to fight, you know, the taxi cab guy, you know what I mean, who's like 0-75 to build their records. No, no, I, I agree. I agree completely. But do so in your weight division or maybe even the weight division above you. <laughs> Two divisions oh, above you. Like, are you that, with that I being mean, said, you're daring to be, you? there's daring to be great. And then there's daring to be fucking great, and I think he's let, he's more aiming for let the explicit. Me, let me ask you, okay, let me ask you guys a question. I don't want to take too much time. Uh, let me ask you guys a question. Who has the greater legacy, Sugar Ray Leonard or Marvin Hagler? Be truthful. Be truthful. Who has the greater legacy? I'm not saying who's the greater fighter, but who has the greater legacy? I'm not going to say, but I know what you want me to say. Come on, because you know why? Because you know I'm right. You know you're going to say Sugar Ray Leonard. You know you're going to say Sugar Ray Leonard. And Ryan, I'm not saying the greater fighter. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. But the greater legacy is Sugar Ray Leonard. Why? Because he went up in different weight classes like middleweight and beat more guys like Marvin Hagler and so on and so forth. That's why. That, that, that's, the old, that's the thing about, about Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia can do that just like Hagler did. Hagler had cleaned out the middleweight, middleweight division. But when we talk about great legacies, and not saying that Marvin Hagler doesn't, he is one of the greatest, if not the greatest middleweight of all time. But in terms of legacy down the road, we all look at Sugar Ray Leonard as probably one of the greatest fighters to ever lace up the gloves because he did that. If he would have stayed at 147 or rather if he would have retired after that eye injury, we really wouldn't be talking about Sugar Ray Leonard like we do now. And I think that's what Mikey Garcia is trying to do. Yep. And with well, that, I mean, say that and I, what Lord Jones did, too. You know, and, that's and also that being, Lord Jones did that. And with that being said, Jules, that the gives Rand. me the segue, because I want all of y'all to stand up right now, wherever you're at, and salute Mikey Garcia. Salute the man. Oh, yeah. Because you are absolutely oh, right, Jules. However, I'll go one further. I think he can beat him. I think and that's where we're going to have to cut it you off. You know what? I, I, I wasn't going that far, yeah. Join us again next week. Yeah. Join us again next week. We're going to talk about beating him. That's a stretch. But join us again next week where we can talk further about that. Thank you all for uh, coming on. And, uh, again, join us again next week. Hopefully it will be a Tuesday. But follow us on Twitter and Facebook to get the updates. Have a good night. All right, guys. Thanks. Good night. Have fun.